but I'm a champion. So I turn tragedy to triumph. Make music that's fire. Get my soul through the wire. And we back. Through the wire. Another Wednesday edition of the greatest show in the world. How y'all doing today? I'm doing Before, good. Wait, forget that, because I already know what y'all going to say. He going to say good. He going to say good. You going to say you doing all right. But Do you want to tell them what's going on? Yeah, I, yeah, I'll explain it real quick. So last night I went to go get my ears pierced. But um, for the past like two, three months, I've been on this medication for like migraines. And I found out the hard way that this medication is also a blood thinner. And if you don't know, you're not supposed to get piercings, tattoos, or whatever when you're taking blood thinner medication because you bleed a lot. So for the past 14 hours, my ears have just been bleeding nonstop. So it sucks. He's sitting right here next to me with band-aids on his ears because I looked at my The show must go on. And I seen blood coming from his ears. The show must go on. I can't get up every five minutes to to rub it down. So we got the band-aids until after the show. I didn't mean to say not actually how y'all doing because, but I didn't want y'all to get a generic... Good, I'm, I'm doing good. Well, how was the pottery class? <laughs> oh, good. I, it wasn't like what I thought it was. I got that was like molding stuff. Like you pick like a big, uh, like an object that they didn't have. They had a wall full of like objects and you just paint it. What you make? It was a football. I what your football. girl make? She did this uh, gremlin type thing. Uh, Tyler? Did you, did you? Tyler was uh, he did a mug for his girlfriend, and his girlfriend did this uh, flower pot for her for her grandma. Nice, oh, okay, cute. Yeah. Anything special with you? What well, happened last that? night? With, well, uh, I don't know if you want to. Right. No, don't don't say that. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Just good. Life life is good. Life is, life is good right now. Okay. All right. Cool. So I want to start off the intro with a question mm-hmm. that has to relatively do with the last podcast. I don't know if y'all been peeping, but I've been trying to open up the podcast or something from the previous podcast because every time we say something, or talk about something, we got we get reactions. Right. So last week we talked about point guards. Oh. We failed to mention Chris Paul accidentally. Yep. Right? Did anybody like he, he? He slipped my mind. I seen KB on Twitter say he slipped his mind. Yeah, he did slip. I don't mind know too. if he slipped. Okay, so did he slip your mind? You just hey, I, he's just like right there in that last tier with them. That was my thing. Chris Wait. Paul is not a top five point guard right now. In the NBA, I'm sorry. He was he would be in my tier two. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. He would be Along with two. Kyrie and Damian Lillard. Yeah, I would have him outside of that. At yeah, six. He would be like literally the sixth best point guard in the NBA. I'm taking I'm taking um, Russell Westbrook, Steph Curry over him. John Kyrie, Wall. John Wall, Damian Lillard. So we're we're all in the same camp. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think he's top five because a lot of people when they found out that we did forget him. They was like, man, you know, like, how could y'all forget him? He's a top five point guard. Then I stopped, thought about it. Mm, no, he's not a top five point guard. Still amazing, but yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, not top top he's just not top five. Ain't no wrong with that. Okay, cool. If you're top ten, you're still good. Yeah. People respect you. I just I just don't think um, he's top five. Somebody was telling me, like, he's top five because he elevates everybody around him. I was like, look, homie, this <laughs> David West was good with him, good without him. Went to the Pacers, still had a good career, good run. Tyson Chandler left him, won a championship with Dallas, defensive player of the year with the Knicks. He did good without him. Harden was good before him. Blake. Blake is good without him. DeAndre. The only person I give him credit for is kind of DeAndre Jordan. I didn't know DeAndre Jordan was going to ever be that good. He really wasn't that good before Chris Paul came, and now he's like an all-star caliber center. But other than that, I don't really see anybody that he elevated too much. I know he makes the game easy for his teammates, but I don't want to give anybody false credit. 
So big facts. That's big all facts. I got. And it's nothing wrong with scoring point guards. That was my other thing. You can't discredit a point guard because he scored. Damian Lillard scores. Because the dude was trying to tell me that CP3, you know, is better than Dame Lillard right now. But I'm like, you know, why? Because Dame Lillard scores. The idea of a pure point guard is so stupid to me. They transition him now. Like, what they do with Harden in that system is they just let him ISO or do the pick and roll. Chris Paul, since he's smaller, especially with those switches, he be having trouble sometimes, like, getting his shot up. And it is like it's different from him pounding the ball and looking for shooters and stuff like that. But he's still sometimes he's, he's amazing. Still. Yeah, he's still yeah, he, he good. I yeah. just I just don't he, like they the, try to like imitate him and Harden. You know what I mean? Yeah. The concept of him elevating all of these players that people try to give him credit for it that's just false to me. Just because we've seen so many players do good before him and after him, um, and it's nothing. And then it, they they try to discredit the scoring point guards, which is like like KB said. That's just the NBA has gone away from that. Speaking of the Rockets, I would love to see the Spurs get that AC. You think so? I was thinking about that in the car. Because um, they gave them a run. Yeah. They gave them a run. I mean, eventually it ended with, uh, as a 16-point game. But it was a close one. Like, the 16 points don't really depict on how close that game actually was. And they didn't have Kawhi. They did not have Kawhi. That's, that's what I'm saying. A healthy Kawhi. I don't know, man. That's a scary team to play in the first round. They play against each other again April 1st, and it's supposed to be Kawhi Leonard will be back for that. So he that'll be, be the real thing. So that's going to lead us to talking about, of course, the standings again. Every episode, we got to talk about it because is you that, lose is one that game. Is that time of year? And you lose one game, you drop all the way to 10th like the Spurs did. So right now, the Spurs are out of the playoffs. And again, their their schedule for the rest of the season is tough. Yeah, Pelicans, three in a row. Timberwolves, Warriors, Wizards, Jazz, Bucks, Wizards again, Thunder, Rockets, Clippers, Lakers, Trailblazers, Kings, Spurs. They got like two for sure wins in the Kings and then the um, Magic. Then after that, they're going to have to fight for that. They just fight yeah, for that. I think it's life. a crucial time that Kawhi comes back. Like I said, they lost three in a row, two, two and eight in the last ten. So it'll be a good time for him to come back, get him a, a push, make them feel rejuvenated, and get into that playoffs. And like I like, I, I'm kind of where Derek is. I want to see them in that seven or eight. And I wouldn't even count against them to be able to pull out the rest of the season strong. Yeah, I'm not. I, I, my money is on them to make it. It's so hard not to. It's so hard to bet against them because yes. of their history and who they're coached by, and somehow they're they are successful right now with that roster because that roster's not good. Mm-hmm. But and they, they haven't had their best player. Right. But then again, you just – everything has to come to an end, right? Mm-hmm. The Spurs dynasty has to end somewhere. How long has it been? It's been over 20 years, right, that they uh, ever made yes, the playoffs like every single year. Yeah. It has to end somewhere, and this will be the year because of their personnel and because their star player has only played nine games up to this point. This will be the year from the miss. But y'all can see they're, they're tied for the seventh seed as far as, like, games back. Mm-hmm. But they're the tenth seed. Exactly. So one win will get them all the way up. One loss would, you know, keep them where they at. And then you have teams like the Utah Jazz who have a cakewalk. Pistons, Suns, Kings, Hawks, Mavericks. They got the Spurs. They got the Warriors. They got the Celtics. Those are going to be three big games. But after that, you got Grizzlies. You got um, Lakers, Lakers, and then the Trailblazers. I'm gonna don't sleep on the Lakers. I'm, I'm gonna make a prediction. no, no, no. That, those are gonna be good games. My, <laughs> the, the, the Spurs are gonna make it, and the team that's gonna fall out is the Clippers. 
because the Clippers' schedule isn't that easy. The mm-hmm. next game, they got the Bulls, who aren't a great team, but the Bulls are a team that can beat you. I hope then they after don't. that, they have the Rockets, Thunder, Trailblazers, Timberwolves, mm. Bucks, Pacers, Raptors. All, all Bucks. playoff teams. Guy. So, you know. And then the Suns, which should be an easy game. And then they're back, back with to the, the Trailblazers. Pacers, Spurs, Jazz, Nuggets, Pelicans. Then they end with the Lakers. I made a whole video on this on YouTube, but like every game at this point matters. Every single game. Every single game. No matter where you are in the standing, whether you're the worst team in the league or the best team in the league, every game matters. Because if you're the worst, well, you're tanking. You need to lose these games. If you're the best, like the Rockets, maybe you want to keep that one seed. So it's just... The NBA is so great. That's what the NBA wanted too. No, no more, no resting. Nobody trying to rest right now. Ain't no resting because they know every game is so crucial. Um, I don't know if y'all noticed, but Portland has the fifth best record in the NBA as a whole. That's impressive. Do y'all think that they're a top five team in the league? No, no, I don't think that they're a top three team in the West. Um, That's what Lillard said yesterday. He said everybody's gonna say it's a fluke. We we not expected to be here. And then he said, hey, yeah, I don't know if it's a fluke, but it's just they just don't have the great personnel. I keep seeing Lillard talking and talking. Just play basketball, Lillard, because the West, the West being so close, don't get too high on being a third seed. And then when the playoffs start, you sitting at six. So remember, everything is close. It's still the opportunity for y'all to fall and, and continue to climb, I guess. But I don't see y'all getting up to the Warriors, but but he should he should relax a little bit uh, because he's going to have to put his money where his mouth is. And with that third seed, they went in the first round. I mean, they, if, the, if the playoffs started today, they would have a tough matchup. With the Timberwolves. With the Timberwolves, with a healthy Jimmy Butler. Um, you know, so that would be a, a a tough matchup from them right from the get go. And as soon as they, if if they were to get past them, they would have to go right into a situation where they play in the Warriors. And the Warriors aren't a team that I think they that they can keep up with competitively. No, I think that'd be a four one series at yeah, most, of course. at best. So, oh, you admit that? Yeah, why would I? I don't know. Some da- sometimes fandom. Your yeah, heart can make takes over your mind Definitely. if you're a fan of somebody. That's why I try to be as now, impartial as possible. It's just going to be an exciting series. Yeah, it definitely Speaking will. of being a fan of somebody. Lillard. For Damian Lillard, you said? Yeah, because he always just go off against them. Yeah. Uh, a lot of fans, I've been seeing y'all comment and, and tag me in a comment from yesterday's mock draft, the ESPN release. Please relax. It's a mock draft. Just because ESPN has a mock doesn't make it realistic. The, they have the Knicks. At nine, taking Trey Young. I saw that when yeah. Mikael Bridges being taken at ten. There's no way the Knicks would do that. Why would they take a point guard when a small forward like Mikael Bridges, who was compared to Kawhi Leonard, would be available? That just isn't. So no, please just stop tagging me in that nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> but who next? The Celtics. So many injuries. Marcus Smart out indefinitely with a thumb. The Toronto tendon and thumb. The backup center's injured now. Who? Um, Aaron Baines. Wow. No, oh, Theus. Theus. Okay. I think Thies. it's Tice. 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 It is Tice. It's yeah. spelled like Theus, though. Yeah. Um, Kyrie had Kyrie. done missed some games with knee soreness. Yeah, but they said it's nothing serious. Jalen Brown fell on his neck. That ain't that ended up not being nothing serious. But they just got a lot of fouls. I mean, not fouls. Yeah. Knick neck injuries. Uh, at, at the end of the season, it was suck there on the West, and they had like a close record with everybody, and all these injuries just popped up. If they were in the West, they were the third seed. You know, comfortably by like five games if they were in the West. Well, how many so, was they got? Forty one. It's forty six. Forty six. Oh, yeah, they're, so they're out. They're really, we're really balling. It don't. This is gonna sound like an asshole thing to say, and Celtics Nation gonna come after me. But there's no reason to talk about them right now. 
because they're sitting comfortably as the two seed in the Eastern Conference. They're going to be they're probably going to finish there because I don't see them catching up to the Raptors, especially with these knickknack injuries. And the Pacers ain't even at 40 wins yet. Right. And then when it comes to the playoffs, they're not good enough to win it all. You know? Yeah, I damn sure don't have them. So they're like the rock. They're like the Raptors from a couple years ago. Yeah, basically. Um, and the Bucks, the Bucks can give them a handful in that first round matchup, sitting at the seventh seed. Of course, Giannis will give any team a handful in a, in a first round matchup. So, yeah, that mean they really not uh, the the Cavs that fell to the fourth seed with, with their losing skids. Who would they be playing? And right inconsistency. Uh, they'd, they'd be playing, playing the, Wizards. the Wizards and then the Raptors, which would be. I think we said this last episode that it'd be terrible for the Raptors because it, <laughs> going against the Cavs in the second round is something they definitely don't want to do. Yeah, you're the first seed you you earned to play the Cavaliers in the second <laughs> round. That's definitely not. That's not what they want. Yeah, could they get out of it? Hell yeah! But it's still not something. That's not a matchup you want to see in the second round. You know, that's yeah, that that's something they would finals. right. They would hope for the conference finals, but right now it seems like it's gonna be that way, man. The hey, pay- but who's to say John Wall doesn't tear apart that Cavaliers' terrible defense? Uh, them, they got some shit they need to work out. They do. They just look. John Wall's just still he's still not there at this point, yeah, you know. Yeah. He's still three weeks away. So he could he could come back and not be nearly the person that we saw, you know, because it's gonna take some time to get a game shape. So but, shout out to um to Brandon Jennings too, since we were speaking of the Bucks. Had his NBA return last night, sixteen points, twelve assists, eight rebounds and twenty four minutes against the Grizzlies. Did they did they sign him for the rest of the season? He was playing in the in the G League. Yeah. Oh yeah, he got he called was. up. I don't know if he signed. He signed a second 10-day, so he's still on the 10-day. Hopefully, they're probably just going to sign him after a game definitely, like this. Definitely, um, And we'll see what he does against the the Magic tomorrow. Aren't 10-day contracts $100,000? I don't know. The cost. I don't, I don't think there's a set price. I'm, uh, I looked it up. I'm pretty sure it was like $100K for one 10-day contract. Because contracts are negotiable, so I don't think there's a just standard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, it but might have been like a maximum or something. No. And he, he, what, what was he playing? He was playing in China before that. Yeah. So I, I think that was good for him. He said it's been a humbling return. He felt like a rookie all over. What happened to Joe Johnson to the Rockets? He is he's on, on the Rockets. Rockets. <laughs> Somebody ain't been keeping up. Yeah, he's on the Rockets. When I watched him play, he didn't play. As every time I see them play, he's not playing. So I was wondering why he's he not playing. I'm not. I feel he like played the, 26 I, minutes the yeah, game like the a couple days ago. Yeah, every time I see them playing, I see his ass with his sleeve on. He ain't score a point in 26, but he that don't like, matter. He just looked weird in the Rockets. Really? No. He looked all right. You just be spotting up a shooting. Sometimes they give him the ball to create, but you just be spot up shooting. And I don't think he even mind that because at this point in his career, he still be making plays. I like him, you know. Iso Joe, he gonna make he, he gonna have a big performance or a big time shot or play in the playoffs. Um, definitely, he gonna that's that's why I feel like he'll help them at. Um, y'all seen Larry Nance in the autograph? Yeah, yeah. What, what was y'all thoughts on that? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like they always record it just to make sure. Like, it, it, see, if you was like a celebrity and they saw you recording you and you did that. I don't know. It makes you. It makes you feel guilty about it. But like I said, these are NBA players. Everybody comes up to the mats for autographs. You just don't feel it. Like, it get annoying. At, you know, at part, like yeah. I, I'm I'm double sided on this. Uh, just because I feel like everybody, 
you know, oh my gosh, Larry Nair, Larry Nair. I don't feel like that makes him just a bad person or evil person. You know, I'm sure he signed thousands of of autographs. Yeah. Um, just in the past month alone. So, um, but I'm more impressed with the mother and the kid because <laughs> she was just like, oh, he said no. Okay, well, I'm not a fan of him. And then the kid shrugged it off and he turned around. He didn't let that ruin his day or stop him from doing anything else. And turned around and got Kevin Love autograph. He got to walk with Kevin Love, you know what I'm saying? So I was, yeah, which is much ten times better. So I was impressed with that because you know I, I thought the kid was going to like cry or something when I first seen that. I never knew that Kevin Love was going to even appear in the video. Um, so that was impressive to see. But yeah, I mean, it's it's unfortunate that it happened. And NBA players they know what they sign up for when they get to the NBA, and that's a part of it, you know. Um. And it, I mean, sometimes you just you look at it as like it's a, it's an autograph. It takes five seconds, but I mean, you can apply that to anything. You know, we have we not famous basketball players, but we have supporters and fans of the podcast who reach out to us on a daily basis and tweet us nonstop and DM us. But we don't sit there and reply to every single tweet, even though replying would just take three seconds, just because. Sometimes you just, you know what I'm saying, you're not in the mood. Or we also have to remember that NBA players are not robots. They are humans. We don't know what Larry Nance was going through at the time and what may have happened. He could have been mad in an argument with a girlfriend. We don't know. So that's another thing we got we to gotta remember. But I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, as upset as people were on Twitter. Yeah, everybody, I, like, everybody tries to make it such a big deal. A big deal, yeah. Yeah. You see, when, remember what they did was that Stephen Curry thing. When he exactly. didn't want to, yeah. Yeah, everything yeah. is like, if you don't yeah. act. Perfect as uh, NBA player, then you looked at that in a bad way. Yeah, that's why I just that's why I wanted to remind everybody that they are humans, and they you know they do this every single day of their lives. Is what they do. They can't they can't just go to Walgreens. They can't just go to Jewel. Can't just Derrick go to Chipotle. You know what I'm saying? Without without having to do it, can so. at this point. I think. <laughs> So, so as an NBA player, you're not obligated to sign anything. You know, they there are they have been players in the past, like Jordan, rarely signed anything. That's just that just wasn't his cup of tea, which is fine. You can be that type of player. But the thing that that I didn't like about the Larry Nance situation is that he practically ignored the kid's existence. Yeah. That's where it's not cool to me. That's where it's not cool. And luckily for the kid, he got some other people's autographs, so his day wasn't completely ruined. But it's like. Ignoring somebody's existence, whether you're a celebrity or a normal person, it's just a jerk thing to do. He could have looked at the kid and be like, so, like if he didn't want to sign autograph, he was like, sorry, I don't have time. But just just that acknowledgement means something. But he just walks straight past him. That's just it's not cool. I mean, yeah, it's not. But like I said, again, we don't know what, what is going on with particular people. Um, like Larry Nan said in the comment, because I guess he saw the video over now and reached out to the mother. And was That's also something I want to said, talk about. Um, that's not who he is as a person. I, whenever I, I don't know Larry Nance obviously, but whenever I've seen him or he seen cool. him interact, I, I didn't. I never got that vibe from him or heard anything like this. We were supposed to interview the you dude. interview him. So and <laughs> when I was when don't we were doing the research, <laughs> I didn't get that vibe from him. You no, kind of get, you get a vibe from a person, or get yeah. a certain understanding from people, or expect certain things. And that's why I'm quickly to say. We just don't know because Larry Nance wasn't just like walking around high spirited. He he looked upset before the kid even walked, came up to him. Yeah, His head he, was he down. Did. He was in the phone like something was frustrating him. He was walking alone. You see Kevin Love. They walk. He walking with assistant coaches and people from the Cavaliers. Larry Nance just walking by himself through the middle of the field uh, with his head down, looking in his phone, frustrated. So that's why I, I brought that up just to play both sides of it and not sit up here and bash him 
for something that, that I never thought was a part of his character. So things like this has happened before where like a celebrity or or an athlete gets caught doing something that just seems like a jerk move. And like you mentioned, Larry Nance went on the the his the mom's Instagram and said, "Hit me with a DM." That's not who I am. Which, again, as we agree, that's not who he is. Like we yeah. watched interviews. Like when we were going to interview him, we did, we our, did research. our research. Yeah. We watched other interviews, so we weren't bringing up the same questions. We watched. Um, I watched footage of him, not footage, but like interviews from back when he was in college, before he was even like a celebrity. And that's just not who he was. But in other situations, when players get caught doing something, they'll hit they'll hit the person with a DM to make you know to try to make things better. If the camera wasn't on and the world didn't see this video, he doesn't hit the DMs, right? No, he probably doesn't even know that he. He wouldn't even. First of all, he wouldn't even know them to hit to find them. Yeah. Second of all, it's like that's something you don't look past, like. You don't know how bad something is or, like, what you've done until you actually watch yourself do it. Because to him, he probably just does that. He might do that regularly. We don't know because maybe somebody else, had they haven't recorded it. So he might actually be used to not signing autographs or having, like, some type of self-policy with himself. So we don't know that. I can agree on that. I can agree um, on that. I definitely agree on both sides again because, like like Mike said, you know, they the NBA players do so much that – if he didn't see the video or anything came out, I don't think he probably would even remember. They have practice. They have walkthroughs constantly. You know, they're getting treatment on their bodies. That's that, We're not even mentioning the games yet. Um, they do charity events. They do community. They do uh, NBA Cares community stuff. They do interviews before the game, interviews after the game, team meetings, watching films. They own playing rides for seven hours. They doing it like NBA players do a lot. Schedules crazy, and then on their off days they do interviews, and people like us try to get in contact with them and talk to them. So, like sometimes it's good for them to see that and have the reminder, so now they know. So now, probably for Larry Nance, rest of his career, he probably would never ignore another kid. He pro- he'll probably be aware of it and see how much it means because, you know, you don't want to take that responsibility for granted, I guess. You know, because you ha- you do have the power to sit up there and make a seven, eight-year-old's day in a matter of seconds. Like, mm-hmm. that experience Kevin Love gave that kid, he going to remember for the rest of his life. So Yeah, and who knows? Maybe he thought, like, if I had to sign his kid's thing. Everybody else gonna try to come over here and get my signature too, but I just don't got the time for it. You yeah, know what I mean? That, that also can go into play. Basketball season is finally back, and you know what that means? It's time to put your basketball knowledge to the test with one day fantasy basketball at DraftKings. DraftKings is giving away over four hundred million dollars in prizes this season. That's more than ten times what Los Angeles is paying the king himself. No matter what your skill level is, there's a contest waiting for you at DraftKings. Draft your team is simple. Just select eight players and stay under the $50,000 salary cap. Earn points when your players score, assist, block, rebound, and more. The best part is you get to draft a new team every day without any commitment. There's no better way to turn your love of basketball into cash. Download the app or head over to DraftKings.com now and use my code BACKBOARD to support the show and play free with your first deposit. And remember... There'll be $400 million in total prizes up for grabs throughout the season. That's code BACKBOARD to play for free with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Shout out to uh, the Cavaliers. 
for unretiring Larry Nance Sr.'s number to let Larry Nance Jr. wear it. Mm-hmm. That, I, that think, I think that's dope. Moment. And since he has changed that number, well, that's when he started to play really well. So, you know, so it may be something in the jersey, like Mike, but with the jersey. Speaking number. of playing well, and the Cavaliers, they recently played. The Lakers. And you wanted to talk about. Yes. I was talking to Pierre earlier. I just don't know what they're going to do with Julius Randle because now they're in the tough spot. They should have. He he had that value before the trade deadline, but now it's just rising. But now it's too late. So they either got to re-sign him or do – I don't know. Because they'd be dumb to just let him go. I walk. think the thing was that they wanted to trade him at the deadline or sometime around the deadline, but they didn't want to give him away. Mm-hmm. So it's like – like we've seen with even like the Grizzlies in the Tyreek Evans situation. You know what I mean? The market was limited. Nobody wanted to give up picks. You know, everybody's trying to hold on to their picks now. And that's essentially probably what the Lakers wanted was to mm-hmm. trade him away, you know, get that contract off, and then in return get some type of pick or picks um, in plural. But now, yeah, they are in a tough situation. But luckily for them, he's a restricted free agent. So anything – so they can see how the, the, the free the market agent market heads. is going to be, if they're going to have an opportunity to get LeBron, if they're going to have an opportunity to sit down with Paul George, they'll be able to know if they can retain or, or – be able to keep Julius Randle um, while searching the market. And if not, then I guess they'll bring him back in some type of deal. If we do um, end up re-signing him, I hope we... I hope it's not a big deal, and I hope we can just move him for something. That's like a also piece. We can get a different piece rather than Julius Randle. That's you know also I mean? the con to him being a restricted free agent because you have teams like we've yeah. seen in the past, the Brooklyn Nets, gonna, are liable. I'm thinking somebody's going to throw him 80 mil, bro. The Bro- I'm telling they you, the Brooklyn Nets, are no- that's what the Brooklyn Nets are known for, Allen Crabb. They don't Allen have Johnson. it this year, though, because they DeMar have the Carroll. Allen Crabb contract. They have Demari Carroll. They have Timothy Mozgov. They was another team. Somebody else is going to do it. There's money out there for these bad teams. I feel like the Mavericks got a lot of interest. The Mavericks may be the perfect candidate because like Mark Cuban said, this year they're tanking, but this is the only time you'll ever see them tanking is what he said. And they've been interested in him at the trade deadline. So somebody going to give him the money and that's going to be the unfortunate part for the Lakers. If they want to keep him, they're going to have to match their money. Um, But that might be a blessing in disguise and give them a reason to why they can't keep him. Yeah, and open the door for something else. Like Unfortunately, though, we don't got Larry Nance no more, so we don't even have that like power forward slash big, except for that Ibacher. I don't know how you pronounce the name. Zubak, Zubak. You saying you a fan? And you don't know how to pronounce Zubak? Yeah, I didn't know who you was talking about because you didn't um, put the Z. Urshak. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, but yeah. um, I mean, we got him, and then Kyle, Kyle Kuzma, Kuzma come in at that fourth spot, the starting fourth spot, and I think this that center. Off the bench, thinnerish forward position that Julius Randle is—he's—he's he's replaceable. I know you want to keep him if you can, but if you just so happen to lose him, you know it's just more money that's going to be open up for something in the future. Because then the following year you got Clay Thompson, Kawhi Leonard. You know it's going—it's going to be a big market as well. I'm not too worried about it. Kawhi said he wants to retire Spurs. That's what they all say before they get traded too, though. Kevin Durant wanted to wanted to be wanted to be an OKC Thunder for life. Paul George wanted to retire Pacer. Blake Griffin was they told Blake Griffin they were going to bury him in a Clippers jersey and then traded him three months later. You know, so that shit don't really be mean nothing to me. The Cavs will be able to offer LeBron James a projected max contract of five years, two hundred and five million dollars this summer. All other teams will only be able to offer four years, one hundred and fifty-two million. So extra, extra fifty million dollars onto a contract. You think that matters to LeBron? No, not at all. No, he just Especially wants to when win you think at this about point. When he, if he goes to LA, 
and he takes, you know, he what he loses, how much? What's that would be fifty million dollars. Yeah, fifty million dollars difference. He'll make that up in L.A. in a heartbeat. That's that's Hollywood. You know, he'll you know much, he makes so much money off the court. That, movies, that, that's that's nothing. And he and he's not and he hasn't been in a market like L.A. yet. If he was to go to L.A., we've already seen him in, in like two movies. One was like a cartoon. We see him in a train wreck or whatever the hell that name is. Train wreck, plenty of commercials, Gatorade, Nike. Sprite. Sprite. I mean, go to Hollywood, the rest of the door is going to open. This some, I listened to uh, In the Zone with Chris Broussard yesterday, and he had Matt Barnes on it. And it was basically Matt Barnes uncut. Like, he talked about everything. And one of the main things he talked about is how, like, a lot of these guys in the NBA. Is it a video for this? I don't know. I just listened to it while I was driving, doing, running some errands yesterday. Um, he talked about how a lot of cats, that was his word, so I'm going to use cats, no, in the NBA. Um, <laughs> that's not my idea. <laughs> are, they make their money, and then that's it. Well, like him, he was a journeyman. This is his words. He was a journeyman role player his entire career, but he has made more money than some of the stars that the in, in the NBA, and that's mostly due to him being smart with his money financially and investing and doing things like that. He said he just signed or he just invested in some oil company that's going to make him. Uh, well, he's trying to be a billionaire by age fifty. I've seen this because I follow him on um, Instagram. Right. So age fifty, which is like ten years from now, basically, he's about to, he's basically forty years old. He's trying to become a billionaire, and, and the whole time while I'm listening to this, I just think it made me personally think about like the way I spend my money and things like that. Do, do, is this? I don't know. I think <laughs> that's talking about. No, nah, I know what you're talking about. It's pretty interesting because I mean, former Laker, he, he's been around the league. Yeah, and if you've seen a lot of the stuff he does or interviews of him, you wouldn't really get that like that vibe from him. But it is really it's cool right, that they have that. Like being a smart businessman. Yeah, you don't you get, that really get that Yeah, he was saying stuff like that on um, Instagram because, like I said, I follow him on Instagram and every day or so he doing he got like meetings on meetings and meetings and he was just saying, you know, like in some of his pictures on the captions, he was just saying like he's making more money off the court than he ever did in the court. You know, because they making like like some of them players like a Matt Barnes, they were making six, seven million a year, you know, smaller role type of guys. He was never like a max contract player. Um and I don't think he played in the league for that the a sub- substantial amount of time for him to make make like, you know, a hundred million dollars or something like that. So it makes sense. And I think I think it's smart because yeah, you see so a lot of players going to the NBA and I was just seeing like Joe Smith, the former number one player, was saying he got like three hundred dollars. I seen that on Twitter like not too long ago. Who? Joe Smith. He was a former number one overall pick out of Maryland. Uh-huh. Played for the Cavaliers, Minnesota Timberwolves with Kevin Garnett. If you see him, you don't know, man. The man Matt Barnes has played with a lot of great players. Can y'all name some of the great players that Matt Kobe Barnes? Bryant. Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. Okay, that's why. Howard, Jameer Nelson. You can say Chris Paul. Baron Davis. You can say Chris. Yeah, Chris Paul, great Chris player. Paul. Baron Davis. Yes. Blake Griffin, Jason Richardson, Monte Ellis, um, Stephen Jackson. Al Harrington. Um, Did somebody say Shaq? No. Shaq. He played with Shaq? He played with Shaq Kevin in Dur- Phoenix. Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Steve Nash also in Phoenix. That's it. You basically just hit them all. I was going to – all the people that made the – You know, he uh, one of those guys I like that I my, my dad started there. You like all light skin. Oh, and Allen Iverson. I don't know yeah, if anybody knows AI. Career. He yeah. played with AI as well. So those, so are, those are just the some of the – 
great players that he played. Follow him with. on IG. He a fool. He be tripping out. He be smoking weed and everything. He said he does that on purpose. <laughs> I know he do. Like he likes to cause controversy. Yeah, just like he, he he took a picture with Draymond Green and Kevin Durant yesterday and made them stick up their middle fingers. <laughs> just just cause because he know people gonna say stuff. You know what I'm saying? He talked about the fight with Derek Fisher and what really went down, yeah, which was I, pretty. I cool. I see him talk about it in that interview, but I see him talk about it in the big boys neighborhood. He said they cool now, which because is his kids. It's like, kind of weird, right? It is that. That's why. What? That's why made him so mad. He's like they were. They were teammates, and one day he just found um, Derek Fisher in the house that him and his wife paid for, which is okay because him and his wife were like separating everything. But his main thing was like, "You're around my kids, and you didn't tell me didn't that tell you were me. hanging out with my kids and stuff." Yeah, apparently one of his sons called him and FaceTime him. It was like. Um, Derek is here. He like Derek is here, <laughs> and then he came, got on his way. He said, but he's like later on, his kids is like we like Derek, Dad. You know what I mean? Don't beat him up or something like that. And he's like, we can be cordial and everything. We can be cool. NBA champion Matt Barnes. Who do you win it with? Lakers. Golden State Warriors. Golden State. See, I knew it was going to throw him off. He wanted with Golden State his last year. He was a part of the 26 He joined the Lakers a little too late. Yeah. He was a part of the tw- He joined the Lakers after the fifth player, I mean, fifth championship Kobe got. That it's sixth year. And then he um, he tore his meniscus or something that year. So he missed the playoffs and everything. So he, he may have helped them win it all, but, well, he was, he was out of it. But he, won- he officially got a championship his last year, which you can say if he – he only played 20 games, you know. Hey, do it to Juwan. He though. was a presence. As long know? as he did more than, uh, what was his name, Juwan Ty- Thomas? Juwan, Juwan Howard with the Heat. Juwan <laughs> Howard was the, man, was the man. Don't sleep. With the Heat? Uh, Juwan he Howard was a flow. player coach. He was basically assistant. Now he's a full-time assistant. Matt Barnes actually participated in practice. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Didn't wear suits every game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's y'all pick for coach of the year? Mike D'Antoni Dwayne Casey I'm gonna go with Dwayne Casey Y'all don't I think Nate McMillan And Quinn Snyder Need some votes man I mean sure They get some votes But they're not gonna win it Over Dwayne Casey That team The Indiana Pacers team Was projected to win 30 games this year yeah, the rap, but the Raptors were not projected to nowhere near be the number one seed and have the success they've had. They really, it's re-hauled. not even that. He changed the whole system. Yeah, he rehauled. He did the, whole the he redid the system. Not, I'm not saying y'all wrong, but yeah, that is part of it, though. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I see what you if mean. If I had a vote, I'm going Nate McMillan. If they were just like, say, if they were uncoached and they, you know, didn't have that chemistry, they would be bottom seeds. But now we see him in the playoffs, which is kind of weird to look at. I wouldn't think the Jazz would be in the playoffs, especially after losing Gordon Hayward. Yes, exactly. I, I, I wouldn't either. And Rudy Gobert I mean, has been I there the whole year. I didn't think they were going to be a bottom feeder. I could see them being an eighth seed, but I didn't think they were going to be in a lottery. If you go back and listen to the first episode of the show, me and Pierre picked them to make the playoffs still. And that was before we. I didn't even know who Donovan Mitchell was. I just mm-hmm. thought that Rudy Gobert was going to have a good season. And he is. He is still, having, he is still yeah. the best defensive player in the league. But the offense came somewhere else. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying, before this season, if I looked at that team and just looked on paper, I wouldn't project them to see where they are now. I feel you. I feel you. I only feel like what they And I same like, with the Pacers, too. I didn't know the Pacers were going to win that many projected games. Projected to win 30 games. What about Brad Stevens? He deserves some love. Dog. I think it's recognizable now. Like, he's Casey, not a great man. Popovich, but you know the coaching's there, so it's not a surprise anymore. I mean, I think... Potentially, he can be a Greg Popovich. He's only been yeah, yeah, yeah. But 
It's Dwayne Casey. If anything, I respect Brad Stevens for what he did last year more than this year, how he hit Isaiah Thomas defensively. Mm-hmm. And was they were the number one seed last year, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were the they number, were number one, one seed. for a little bit this year. Wasn't they? Right, for most of this year, actually. And um, they found a way to hide the worst defending player in the league. And they, they were still like a top five defense last year. That was, that's wild to me. But he deserves some love Gary for last year. Gary isn't that good defensively either. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But he's no Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, he knows yeah, Isaiah Thomas. Nobody's an Isaiah Thomas. He's no Lonzo Ball, but he's no Isaiah Thomas either. So, I mean. Shout out to Isaiah for getting his his revenge. What he put up? 20. 20 and 9. Shot, uh, shot relatively efficiently, I think. But that was that was a Julius Randle game. We just we yeah. just gonna say it's the Julius Randle game. Thirty six, twelve, and thirty six, fourteen, and seven. Okay. Why was Isaiah Thomas the headline? Man, that was terrible. Because <laughs> it was, it was against his yeah, former yeah, team. Yeah, I know that. But yeah, yeah but yeah, but yeah. I hate headline was LeBron's no look pass. Oh, that's what I see on my time. <laughs> I'm seeing that too much it, on my time. Is, hey, is that the nasty one of the nastiest passes it is, ever? But LeBron fucked it up a little bit. With is that, that play better than that, between the legs? That corny behind ass. the back. That corny ass caption on IG. Oh, what'd he say? Made you look. No, this is he said. They shooting. Made, made you, you look. look. You a you a page. You no you you a slave to the page of my game book. Here it is. Who said who who line was that that he stole? Them? You nice. Wow, I am impressed. What was the original line? Made you look. You uh, it's the rhyme book instead of game. Give book. me that. Okay, I'm impressed. Come on, hey, I'm impressed. Okay, okay, Derek okay. was like, I didn't know that. Oh, you ain't know? I didn't know that. No, uh, Derek was like, I know Derek's leaning back in this chair. That's how I know he ain't know. <laughs> that was on a, that song was on a game before too. Oh, you cheat? Because no, I, don't no, know, I know that song because that's off the album. I'm pretty sure it is. What album? It was on Metric, wasn't it? What? That one on it was on Illmatic. I just know, right. I know that song. Was it? I don't. I, they Illmatic. They shooting was on Illmatic. Oh my gosh! I know that song though. That's all that matters. Ill, Illmatic came out in 1996. That song came out in like 2000s, 2000s. It's whatever, man. Hey. <laughs> Ain't no Nas. I know that's why I was impressed that right. you know it. But yeah. you said was that better than his between the legs thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, because it was intentional. No, not the nutmeg when he wrapped behind his back and it went through the leg. Oh, that one. Okay. Oh, the nutmeg was pretty damn good the too. But but Jeff Green too. missed the dunk, so it don't really count. True. Um, but yes, because LeBron did this intentionally. The between the legs, even he said it wasn't. It. We we thought it was on purpose because there's no he, way he came out. He came out and said like he did it. All, it was an accident. I mean, he could have just that said no. I knew that. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, that was dumb. Because on Twitter, you know, it was like you, the old head still exactly. got the old yeah, yeah, head got yeah. the tricks too. <laughs> and you know what made this play possible? What? Cal Corver wide open on the wing. Yeah. Two people were like, shit, <laughs> we got to go get him. Yeah, that, y'all remember that fan that tweeted us and said, what players make you leave other people open? Cal, Cal Corver was Cal Corver was one of those players. He's definitely one of those. Uh, who else? Cal Corver, Steph Curry. And Steph. Clay. It's, Clay a, it's a lot. It's CJ, a lot of them, yeah. Dame. Shit, some nights you might get Marco Bellinelli. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, you like that one. Don't forget about Jose Calderon. Hey, one of the most efficient three throw shooters of all time. Most efficient free throw shooter of all time. <laughs> That's that boy. Kevin Love, yeah. There are a lot of players like that, but Cal Corv is towards the top of the list because you can't yeah. you can't do nothing but respect Usually, him. Well, yeah, when you see him wide open, you, you got to do something you saw about the defense does. You will take that no-look pass for two over the three. Um, the, the surprising thing about that game, I don't know if y'all are watching live, but basically in the fourth quarter, 
they just set the starters like the Cleveland Cavaliers did. They weren't even down by that. They were maybe down by 10. You know, you can come back from 10 in the fourth quarter, but they just set the starters. They're like, you know what? It ain't even worth it, which is weird to me because they're still fighting for seeding and everything. But, oh, yeah, LeBron said he don't care about seeding, so it don't matter. He should. He, it don't really matter. He going to have the Raptors in the second round. Just he he think they barbecue chicken. I think the I don't Rose, think they are. The Rose and ain't going. Uh, they, they for real. Yeah. Because, okay, so LeBron's pass, he's always— DeMar DeRozan is better than Jimmy Butler, period. No, nah, we do this, that. though. This season, yeah. In the past, he wasn't. Facts. Say, yeah. yeah, facts. Yeah. That's something that just happened this year. Yeah. Last year, Jimmy Butler was a better player. The year before that, Jimmy Butler was a better player. Steph, yes. Cur- Steph Curry face when his wife said that dumb shit. <laughs> it's, that's facts, P. <laughs> DeMar DeRose is great, but he... Just not good defensively, and that matters in basketball. And Jimmy Butler is—he's not a lockdown defender anymore, like he was when no he means. was younger. But he's still a really good defender. Yeah. His team is terrible with him, like defensively, without him on the floor. With Demar Derozan, he don't even guard the best shooting guard. They had um, who was guarding James Harden the other night? It wasn't DeMar DeMar no, 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 no. It yeah, was, it was the, um, Norman Powell down the no down, down the stretch. Norman DeMar Powell DeMar guarded him for like ninety percent of that game, and but down, down the stretch, DeMar he DeMar guarded DeMar him. And they, he, went fa- and they went face. They won that game from his defensive stuff. And his he's shot. not the best defender. No, he's no, not he, the best defending wing on his team. Is no, he's not making. He, but OG Ananobi would have had that if OG Ananobi was eligible to play that game. But I don't think DeMar DeRozan needs to be the best defensive player on that team. He doesn't need to be, but I'm saying that his his defensive woes matter when comparing him but to I'm a player like Jimmy right Butler. Now. But his offense is so offense. much Same thing with this James year. Harden. James Harden is this not year. that defense, but his offense this takes year. over. But Fact. DeMar DeRozan has always, always been that been, score. Yeah, he's, he's always, always been, been that score. But his team hasn't been as successful. Yes, because, because his team wasn't involved like it is now. Yes. But that still that should matter, right? On him, we're talking about individual. We're talking about Jimmy Butler and DeRozan. What's good, y'all? This is your boy Justin, aka Just Blaze, host of Above the Rim. And if you want a raw take on the NBA, Above the Rim is a show for you. With dope beats and entertaining guests each week, we offer a great new insight on all things NBA. You don't want to miss it. Find it on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and the Almighty Baller Network. So you're talking about one-on-one if they played a one-on-one? Who no, no, no. no. Because his team we, should we, matter we in basketball. But look at this, KB. Devin Booker is better than a lot of shooting guards. Who's better, Andrew Wiggins or Devin Booker? Devin, Devin Booker. Booker. Devin Booker. Because they both suck defensively, but, and Devin Booker is a better Wiggins scorer. But Andrew Wiggins' team is better. But you can't take that into context because Devin Booker there are plays a lot for the of things that is There are a lot of things that come into context. This is the, When it comes to this comparison, both of them are terrible defensively. So that's a scorers, wash. But they're scorers. But they're scorers, but Devin Booker is a better scorer. But... Devin Booker is a better player overall. Devin Booker is a better scorer, but... Devin Booker is a better player overall. It's not just scoring. Wiggins is a better athlete. You yeah, okay, that. but Devin Booker can play make and handle the ball, yeah. and he can score. Shoot three, stretch the floor, pick and roll. Back, Andrew uh, Wiggins not doing all that. Okay, that, that's irrelevant to what the point I'm trying I'm to say. I'm just saying he's a better player. You're <laughs> saying he's a better scorer. He is a better player. Okay, um, we can agree on that. We're, that's all I wanted to make sure we, we were saying. Well, I don't even know what the point I was trying to make you now. Saying, I don't know. You were saying oh, team success. No, no, no. Okay, team success does not matter in this case because we know that it's not Devin Booker's fault that his team is bad or he has nothing to do with that, his team's so success. So the Raptors 
past success has been DeMar DeRozan's fault? No, it hasn't been his, his fault, but he didn't have... Okay, he has been the guy for a good team, but his team hasn't been successful. If you're the guy on a team that has the surrounded pieces and is not good, then you're part of the problem. But they and didn't Jimmy really have, was, Jimmy yeah, was what, a, they didn't have the legitimate surrounded pieces because if you watch the Cavaliers series last year, they literally double teamed DeMar DeRozan and said, "That's more of a scheme all thing." All of y'all make a play. That's more yeah. of a scheme thing. Yeah, but if but if, if you those places th- can't make plays, they can't do anything. If you take, if we say we're gonna take you out of the game, you can't take Steph Curry out of the game because if you go trap him, you have uh, KD and Clay. You're not gonna do that, but you can do that. You to can the do Raptors that with a Demari Carroll, uh, inconsistent Demari Carroll. Kyle Lowry is for some reason don't bring it in the playoffs. And I mean, Serge Ibaka can only do so much at this point in his career. So last year, Demar Derozan was a better player than Jimmy Butler, in your, in y'all eyes. To me, yes, I would say yes. And let me hear y'all. Let me hear a final reasoning, because we're not going nowhere in this conversation. Like just just one sentence why you believe that. To me, I just think he's a better player. I mean, I don't think it's like a, a wide margin. I'm not saying if you think Jimmy Butler is better, you're wrong. Because I like Jimmy Butler. If I close my eyes and have to pick between one, whoever I pick, I'm going to be happy with. And I understand your argument with his defense, but my argument is DeMar DeRozan's offense. And basically, no of us was wrong. I mean, so he's a super, superior perim, um, supreme defender. And then you got DeMar DeRozan, who is the exact opposite. I just say he... He's an offensive monster, so that's why I just. And I feel like he's been good and great offensively for the past few years, and it just hasn't been looked at in a certain light because nobody took the Raptors that seriously because they have so many times been in the playoffs and been a disappointment. Not because of him so much personally to me, but because this supporting cast didn't always bring it, and Kyle Lowry really sometimes. He folded. He, just, he folded. That's all you got to say about him in the playoffs. So if y'all needed to win a game tonight, I'm giving the ball to Demar Derozan. You want Demar Derozan on your team? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over Jimmy Butler. Would, you, Jimmy would Butler? you take if you had a needed but game? Like this season, we agreed that Demar yeah. is the better player this season. But like last year, if I needed a, a, a game, yeah. I was picking Jimmy. Yeah. I was picking Jimmy. So what is what is what is your standpoint on the Bulls last year? Then and their success. The Bulls wasn't supposed to be where they were at, but Jimmy carried them to that point. Jimmy carried them. He did definitely. Yeah. He did. And, but when they got to the playoffs, Rondo Rondo had a magnificent playoff series against he, the Celtics. He, yeah, he did. Dwayne Wade had big games for them. So I mean, I don't. I wouldn't. And the, Jimmy carried that team. P in the playoffs, you would say he carried the whole them? season. He carried that team. <laughs> oh, was yeah. pondering on what they say. Who me? Yeah, you just because him. I mean, I, I didn't. We I can didn't look. See. We can go back and look at the numbers, but the film will show that Jimmy carried that team. That team had did not have the talent to even make the playoffs, and that's why they were the eighth seed. They barely even got in. But that whole season to get them to the eighth seed, and 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 they had injuries and were very dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the playoffs, Jimmy was dealing with the hand injury too. But I feel like they had a big run part, due part to Rondo. Yeah, Rondo. Yeah, you talking about the play, the two games in the playoffs? Sure, that was cool. But like Rondo wasn't doing shit in the regular season. It got to the point where he wasn't even playing. Yeah, yeah. But then he stepped up in the playoffs and became their starting point guard. And they, but I, and I recall we, we gonna the, take those two games recall, over the eighty two that Jimmy carried. I, I was speci- speaking specifically. First of all, they shouldn't have won a game in that series. We talking they they were the eighth seed going against a good one seed. Yeah, I mean they shouldn't, but they did. They won two games, and I'm looking 
I'm responding because I'm looking at the snowfall and all of a sudden I guess this is the storm that we were about to receive in March. We're supposed to get a storm? Yeah. So today? Um Um Yeah, Rondo. And I remember a big game from um Bobby Portis in, in, in that playoff series. But I'm taking DeMar DeRozan. Y'all take Jimmy Butler. I don't. I can't say y'all wrong or say I. We, first of all, we disagree. still talking about last year. If it was this year, we all agree that Demar has been having a better season because he is. He is. Yeah, and that and Jimmy is still having an amazing season too. Mm. He's he is carrying right now yeah. the Minnesota Timberwolves. Well, not right mad. now because he's out, but like he has been carrying the Minnesota Timberwolves this whole season. So. See, here he's, we go again. I can't say he's been carrying them this entire season. They can't win without him. They won one game without him, and all the games he's been out. I mean, they, the Warriors ain't winning without Steph Curry. I mean, yeah, when you have an important piece of your team, you, I don't really think you should be winning. I think if you had Jimmy Butler and you took Carl Anthony Towns out for three weeks, they're not going to be the same team. They're going to have. But I guarantee you, they'd win some games uh, without Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, it's all speculation, man. It is, but I feel like Carl Towns has had his point. They're all important. They're You're all right, important. But, I feel, but I would definitely say they could lose Wiggins and They could lose Wiggins. They could replace him with a, a spot-up shooter and be fine. Who, Wiggins? Yeah. So, take J.J. Redick out. I mean, take Wiggins yeah. out for J.J. They might be. They might be fine. They might be. That's crazy. Because J.J. Redick can still give you about 15 to 20 points. And he, and don't, he, 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 don't even, yeah, he don't even need the ball. Yeah, when you put Jimmy in that post, you can't send that help to Finley because J.J. Redick will burn your ass up. Damn, that's unfortunate, Wiggins. <laughs> y'all got anything else? Thank y'all so much for listening to this episode of Through the Wire. If you missed it, yesterday we dropped a special Kanye West episode. So go back and listen to that. If you're a fan of Kanye, we talk about his best songs, his worst fan songs. Fan of Kanye and a fan of March Madness. They tie in together. Very good episode, so check that out. Holla at y'all Friday? Friday, after show. After show.